I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to The Mentor. I'm Mark Boris. This week, I'm joined by one of the people featured on The Mentor TV show, and that was on the first episode, and that's Stephanie Winpenny. Hi, Stephanie. How are you going? Hi. I'm really well, thanks. That's good. Now, Stephanie has worked in the family business, which was then called Ubiquitous Realty, but is now called Morton Bay Realty. And I want everyone to underline that, Morton Bay Realty. I introduced Stephanie to, uh, and the whole family for that matter, to Matt Lancashire from Ray White. And Matt has been in here on the podcast. And for those of you that listen to the podcast, he gave Stephanie a huge rap as to her commitment in terms of the training that he's been doing. I want to talk to Stephanie about a whole lot of stuff. Um... Not necessarily concentrating on the name Ubiquitous because I think she learned a lot out of that. The family learned a lot about that. Learned a lot out of that. I want to talk, but I do want to ask her some opinions, and uh, and I want to sort of scratch around in terms of her knowledge about what she would recommend to people starting up new businesses. Because bear in mind, Morton Bay Realty is, relatively speaking, as a real estate agent, is a new business. hasn't been around a long time, and this is a family having a crack, and so probably most of their time and effort's been thinking about getting listings as opposed to thinking about some of the stuff I'm going to ask her about today. So, Stephanie, you're looking bright and cheery and happy. Yep. And thanks for coming all the way down from Brisbane on the early flight, mate. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. So, okay, let's have a start here. In that, I was there talking to you guys for five days. Um, The crew was there with you for seven days. There's a couple of elephants in the room we need to talk about. Uh, I think the first one is uh, my question to you is what did you learn, do you think, for all those startups, people are sitting around thinking about a business name, what did you learn from your time with me about a business name? I think the business name was interesting for us in general because it took us months to come up with the name. That was ultimately not a great name. Um, so I think people just get bogged down and they overthink it. Yeah. Um, Instead of doing what we should have done, which is just testing the market and asking people, well, what do you think? Um, I think that would have been far smarter and far more, a better use of our time. Yes, correct. And uh, probably better use of my time in some respects because yeah. I wouldn't have to change the name. But, and, how's, and by the way, how is Morton Bay Realty going for you as a name? Yeah, really, really well. We're so excited um, because we're getting inquiry off our website, which we've never, ever had before. That's fantastic. I mean, it helps, I guess, that Channel Seven splashed your name, Wharton Bay Realty, all over the all over the nation. And by the way, it's an interesting point, and we'll talk about it a bit later. But um, what's interesting about that is the na- people in this country are probably thinking to themselves, you know, what I wouldn't mind buying a bit of real estate, in Wharton Bay, or within the region there anyway. Mm. But we'll come back to that. 
because I do want to talk to you about, you know, what do you think about investing in your region? Um, and that, that'll depend on what the inquiry looks like. When it comes to a name, uh, Morton Bay Realty evokes lots of emotions because when we walked around, people said lifestyle, warm, friendly. When I was there, I couldn't believe how beautiful the place is. Mm. I've been in Morton Bay like many, many years ago. I've been to Redcliffe many years ago. Um, but that street in Morton Bay has changed so much. And the sense I got when I walked up and down there is lifestyle. Yeah. And that's, I guess, the research would have shown you if, if you guys had or had done the research. And once you did do the research with me, you realise that probably people have a, a sense of and a view of, of lifestyle. And Morton Bay, the word itself, the name itself, the phrase itself, says exactly what it is. Yeah. And what this is all about, having a name, is allowing people to search for you, find you. Um, and, you know, for again, you know, social media, when it comes to what you guys do, real estate, it's really important. Mm. And you're saying now that you're getting online, online inquiry. Yep. Yep. People who haven't even seen the show, they don't know anything about the show. They're just Googling real estate agents in Moreton Bay. And here we come number one, which is thanks to Curtis. He's yep. very, very good with Curtis is your brother. Google AdWords. Yep. yep. Yeah. So he's, um. He's a machine behind the scenes doing that sort of so, stuff. So, so Curtis so is, is using Google AdWords, which is fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. And you know, and I guess as you say, Morton Bay Realty. If someone types in, you know, an inquiry about real estate in Morton Bay, it's it's a no-brainer. I was actually really surprised that the name was available when we looked for yeah. it. I couldn't believe it when we found it. But anyway, um, well, that I, I'm so happy about that. But what's more important, I'm happy that you learn from that. I mean, you, yeah. you, and that you're sharing it with people and explaining to people you know, how that name came about and, you know, why it works for you. Mm. I, I will say to you when I uh, Googled you guys last week, um, it's not enough people have Googled you yet and not enough, there hasn't been enough said, there hasn't been enough conversation about you that in a search engine, uh, in a, using Google as a search engine, you quite ha- haven't, your name, pers- your own personal name, Stephanie Winpenny, hasn't quite got yet into Morton Bay before it goes to ubiquitous. So, yeah. But it'll happen over time, okay? So the yeah. more p- times people search you in Moreton Bay, it'll eventually it'll overtake the old ubiquitous, and ubiquitous will become uh, history. Yes, you can, you guys can own the name and have a bit of fun with it, but it'll become history. And by the way, you know the TV show is a TV show, and it's sort of made a lot of noise about ubiquitous, but um, really, that business, your business, is not just about the name. That's just about the searching capability. Really, your business is about what you offer to the locals when you're trying to get a listing. Yeah. So I want to talk about that. Um, what did you learn about how to promote yourselves and or how to promote a property that you already have listed? What did you learn from the experience of that week? You know, how do you, where do you think the property sits and where do you think the vendors sit in the hierarchy of what's important in terms of how you end up promoting things. Yeah. Um, well, the vendor and the property are number one. They're the heroes. Um, so they're at the centre of everything that you do. Um, we wouldn't have a job if we didn't have a vendor. So um, it's very, very important that they are the centrepiece of everything, that we communicate with them how they want to be communicated with. Um, we discuss everything with them throughout the entire process. How would you like the property to be marketed? Obviously with helping them through with our advice and feedback. Um, but, yeah, they need to be central and the property obviously is is the major focus and, and getting the right message out to the right buyers. 
Right. So that's interesting. So when you do your training with Matt Lancashire from Ray White, does Matt discuss this this topic in terms of the training? Um, at the moment, not not so much. Um, we've done a whole bunch of different topics uh, with training in Matt. Uh, it does come across, but it's not. You don't sit and just train on the vendor and the property being the hero. It just it's always just this underlying theme. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I get that. So because you're not going to walk and say, "Hi, you're the hero," or "You're the property <laughs> yeah. hero." Yeah, but what you what you're saying to me is you you have a um like an undercurrent. Yeah, it's always and there's momentum around it. Always pushing or placing the vendor and or the property into the first place, the top of the tree, yeah, into the hierarchy. It's number one. I mean, you guys are important. You the you the agent are important when it comes to the knowledge bank. You know what can the mm. buyer and or the vendor rely upon in terms of what you can offer. What is your knowledge of the area? So, I mean, what? How do you? I, mean, I, I don't quite know how to ask this question without telling you the answer. But <laughs> how do you? How do you demonstrate, or what is it you're always trying to get on top of? Because I mean, one of the scenes there, we, you and um, Sharon had an argument about the, I think the rent or something. I can't remember what it was. Something like that. It was yeah. you said three hundred, and she said four hundred, or vice versa, whatever. But how do you um, get yourself ready for every inter- interaction with either a purchaser, potential purchaser, or a vendor who might be going to give you a, li- a listing? How do you prepare yourself in terms of knowledge? What is the bank of knowledge you need to have when you walk in to see them? You need to be very well researched, um, gone into the back end of not only the property that you're looking at, but all the properties around that have sold and what's moving and shaking in the area in general. You really need to be an expert of your area. You need to know where the bus stop is. You need to know what the local school's like. You need to know what the fellow up the road, you know, is like. Um, people want to know how their neighbours are. They want to know, you know, how far it is to something and what the growth of the area and region is going to be like. There's a lot of questions that you need to have already ticked off in your mind before you even enter a conversation like that. So do you go to the do, do you go to the lengths of um, actually maybe having twenty questions written down that um, could get asked so that you so, because I know when I go into a press conference or something like that, um, I get what they call Q and A'd. So my team will give me they'll come up with 20 questions and they'll put in their 20 answers for me and I will look at those just in case someone asks me a question that I wasn't expecting mm. um, and I've already I've sort of already seen an answer but it's all written down it's part of my brief before I go into these things or if I'm doing something TV a live interview or something etc um, do you go to that extent or do you do you just is it automatic I mean you guys already know this stuff um we don't go to the extent of having the questions written out and the answers there, but um, yeah, we certainly, when we're talking to a potential seller, there's a lot, a lot of research, a lot of time is spent. It's I take probably too long, <laughs> two to three hours to get ready for that sort That's of good. appointment um, because I'm fanatical about making sure that I do know exactly what I'm talking about. Otherwise, why am I there? Yeah. Um, when we're selling the property, you've done so much. You've done a full property checklist. You know the ins and outs of it. Um, so I just quickly go back over those notes. So it's not, it's not something that I construct. But you got afterwards. notes. Yeah. 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 So you, you you spend quite a bit of time before you go to see the to get the listing, and then you and you already know what you've already spent time on when you do the open for inspection. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I think in in the show. 
we'd already sold that. I don't know if you can put this in. But in the no, show, yeah. we'd already sold the one yeah. in Dacobin. Yeah. And it's funny with property, once you've sold it, it's kind of out of your mind yeah, because yeah. you've got to then add so everything else to the memory bank. It's like studying for an exam and you know there's another exam tomorrow and you forget the thing exactly. you just study for once the exam's over. And that's what I think happened that was because the, the property was so far out of our brains because we'd sold it and then, and then what ended up happening was the contract crashed and then we had to sell it again. Right. So yeah, I remember that. Just... And did you end up selling it? Yeah. You sold it again. Because I remember, I remember when I came back to see you after six weeks, you'd, I think you guys told me you'd sold it again. Yeah. 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 And Julian, our vendor, was the happiest guy. He absolutely loves us. He, you know, it's just. And you got him the price you wanted? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. So, um. So, so, okay. So, all right. So that's on the, <clears throat> the knowledge side of things. Um, let's just talk about training. Um. <laughs> Now, Matt Lancashire has been helping you guys out, and uh, as I said earlier, he's given you a great rap in terms of what you've been able to do with him. He's been fantastic. One of the things I found out about Matt Lancashire, because as you know, last week I did a real estate, uh, what was it called? You, you know what like it was. a conference. A conference for real estate around Australia for various real estate agents in more the major capital cities. And it seems as though Matt Lancashire is quite famous everywhere, mm. um, not just in Brisbane. And what I found out, especially when I was in Sydney, is that Matt Lancashire, when he comes to Sydney, he'll go and see John McGrath. And yeah. And he'll spend time with John McGrath. Oh, yeah. Or he'll go down to Melbourne, he'll see John's equivalent down yeah. in Melbourne. And he's not just – and they go and see him as well. They mm. go, when they go to Brisbane, that sometimes they even attend his uh, training courses. Yeah, and help um, his team out. And do, yeah, totally. Yeah. So um, it's quite a collegiate group of people at the top level. Yeah. Um, how's your experience been going to those training sessions with Matt? It's my favorite time of the week. <laughs> I just love it. I love it. It's so good being around um, high-performing people, people who have the same energy that you want to have and the same outlook on things that have the same mindset, that the same grit. It, it's just Is awesome. that your ambition to be like a Matt Lancashire? you want to be one of those guys? I'd like to have a good work-life balance. I know that that sounds crazy. Um, because <laughs> you can't have everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would like to be a, a high performing agent. Definitely. Yep. I would like to be, um, at least number one in Deception Bay, our area. Right. right. And we should just explain Deception Bay is in the Moreton Bay region. Yes. So there's a number of areas within that, within that region. Yeah. And you, you guys largely focus on Deception Bay. Yeah. Although um, there's no reason why at some stage you won't have a an office in Redcliffe and another one in yeah, Caboolture. and we do have listings across in in Redcliffe and Caboolture. Yep, Whamuran, everywhere. Right. Anywhere within Moreton Bay, right. we have. But you specialise in the Deception Bay area. Yeah, Deception Bay is our hometown. Right. So it's the area that we really want to focus on, yep. and we want to um, look after the most. We want to boost. Uh, the community's perception of Deception Bay because it doesn't have, like ubiquitous, yeah. doesn't have a great name no, being a Deception. Maybe they should call it Perception Bay or something. Just, <laughs> well, they wanted to change it to Endeavour Bay yeah. and then it would be eBay. So yeah, why didn't they? <laughs> it didn't work very well. Why didn't they do it? I, I, You know what? The locals at Deception Bay really defend the name. They love it. Um, it's a huge part of their identity. And that was the same problem that I sort of had with you when you were sort of coming up against Ubiquitous. I was like, well, this is our fan. Like, we're wrapped up in this business. This is our identity. This is who we are. And you're trying to take that away from us and change it. So there's a big uh, – it's like a barrier sort of comes up. 
when someone tries to change your identity on you. Yeah, because it, look, it makes sense. I understand why they protect what – because it would be like someone asked me to change my name from Boris to Smith or something. But um, but if if I'm trying to sell Boris and people don't can't spell it or don't get it, which I'm not trying to, but if I was trying to do it, then mm. I've got to take take a view on what yeah. the others are thinking as opposed to what I'm thinking because Smith's much much easier to spell and yeah. they can um, you know search me and they can find me. Um, they can understand it a lot easier. And I think the people who are defending the name Deception Bay are probably people who aren't trying to sell Deception Bay. They're just happy to live yeah. there. You know, like if they because you know, like someone like me, I don't know if I. I mean, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird name. But there's a investing. history there too. Yeah. there's a reason. Well, then they've got to sell the history. They've got to sell the history. Yeah. Is it a good history? Well, I, it wasn't um, Captain Cook, but it was one of the other, what are they called, people back in the olden days on the ships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of, those like, people. Like, like, like so an officer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 On yeah. his ship. And yeah. basically the bay is so stunning and um, it's quite muddy in Deception Bay or at least it was back then. There's a lot more sand in the bay now. But because it's so muddy, it looks quite deep. Right. So they put their ship in there and then it ran aground. Hence right. the name Deception Bay. Uh, so it was deceiving to them. Okay, so it's but it's a hard story to tell. It is it is a bit of a hard story yeah, to yeah. tell, but it yeah. it's a, but I mean I can sort of see why people are, who are wedded to the histor- history of the name and yeah. uh, but it, so just getting back to Matt then, Matt Lancashire, um you said to me that you like to be the lead agent or one of the have a reputation of being one of the better agents or the be- the best agent in your area, which is Deception Bay, which is sort of one of the things I guess you're learning from Matt as because he's got one of, he's got a reputation like that himself within Brisbane, at mm. least in his various areas within Brisbane where mm. he, he operates out of as a franchisee for Ray White. Um, was that how you always thought of yourself? I mean, you were a school teacher before, but now you're a real estate agent. Did you always think of yourself to be a, a number one? Were you always ambitious? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, even when I was a teacher, like I just wanted to be the best damn teacher I could be and I really feel like I was. Like I still have students of mine try and find me on social media and connect with me and they can't do that. They actually can't do that. Yeah. I have to tell them, can you, like I really care about you but I can't, I actually can't connect with you. So um, that's really hard. But, yeah, everything that I've ever done in life I've wanted to, like I just fight very hard to learn as much as I can to be as best as I possibly can be at it. I just don't see the point in going halfway. Right. I mean, and and could I ask you, uh, in terms of, well, we have to talk about them, the promotional videos, um, what did you learn from our discussion about the promo videos. What do you think you learned from it? What did you get out of that? Because I mean, I because it's again, it was an opportunity. It's an it's an exercise of you trying to be the best you can, and you thought the promotional videos and I, I could see you put a lot of effort into it. And even when I turned up to your house that the very first day, you were in the backyard doing another one. I mean, I could see that um, you were f- fully committed and extraordinarily passionate about doing the promo videos. Mm. Um, and I know that it, it got it got you a lot of um, uh, views on Facebook, etc. What did you What do you think about that though? You know, the, now today, I mean, given that you know you're now with going to see Matt Lancashire, I, mean, I can't imagine Matt doing something like that. But what do you think? You know, how do you direct your passion and your energy 
do you direct it? Do you direct it differently? Because you're extra. I can see you're really ambitious. I can see you're really energetic. I can see you're really passionate about what you believe in. I can see you want to land at a certain place. What would you do differently? Or what do you do differently? <laughs> I don't know. With the property videos, it's it's not just something that we go, hey, I want to do a comedic video, and and there's no thought behind it. Like there's definite thought and preparation. You don't just do something no, no. stupid. You script, it's scripted. <laughs> I can see it's scripted. No, but it's not even that. It's understanding the target demographic, the kind of buyer you're trying to attract and whether or not you have the right property and the right vendor. Um, like with that property, um, it ended up selling to a crocodile handler at Australia Zoo. Mm-hmm. So that's crazy that that marketing just hit him straight where it needed to. And that was the second time we did a Bindi video. The first time we did a Bindi video, the property sold in three days for $36,000 above the market value. And it was the same thing. We just knew we had a property that we needed to get eyeballs on. We needed a lot of attention. We had packed out open homes and there was so much competition between buyers that it drove the price up by 36000 That's the aim of the game. So it's not a... I, it might come across that it's my ego and it's me trying to be a star and me trying to you know, be out in the forefront, but it's really, I sat down with my vendors both times and I said, this is the vision that I've got for your property. Are you comfortable with that? And some vendors won't be, and that's okay. And if they're not, then I would go down a totally different path. But I knew with both those properties that we needed to get attention. We needed competition. We needed eyeballs. And that was the best way I thought at the time to do it. And it worked both times. It so- worked for that probably, but wonder whether it does it work for your brand. Because, yeah, you know, but because when someone looks I remove at, myself from the brand. And, no, not your brand. I mean, sorry, the, the company's brand. So, like, if I'm in Sydney and I'm looking to buy a property in Moreton Bay and I'm a conservative buyer mm. and want to put in my super, for example, and I'm looking for someone to talk to and I'll see that. Now, that may well have worked for you. And I don't know yeah. all the background. I don't know the history. I don't know all that stuff, okay? Because yeah, yeah. I wouldn't know that if I'm looking, on, cause, which, in fact, I didn't know when I looked on your website. Yeah. But let's say, because when I looked on your website originally, I looked at it as a potential purchaser. That's my mindset, okay? Yeah. Um, so I don't get an opportunity to hear that story. Mm. So do you think me as a potential buyer, because I want to talk about this after the break, but me as a potential buyer in Morton Bay, for example, um, do you think that might deter my my decision as to who I'm going to engage with when I come to buy a property in Morton Bay? It may do, but I'm comfortable with that. Are I'm you? comfortable with the fact that I'm not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Like I just, you know, you can't win everybody in life. I get that. Um, if you looked further into our videos, you'll see that there's a whole variety of videos that are for different purposes, different styles of properties and different types of buyers. So that's the thing that we look at more so. So it, you can take that video in isolation, but there's a whole bunch of other videos that are very professional as well and We've even had kids sell the property before. Like I'm not even in it. I just introduce the property and off the kids go and then they sell it and it's very cute. So that's, yeah, I I don't know. I just don't think you can look at one one thing that a person's done in their life and completely judge. And if you're going to be the kind of person that judges someone off one thing in their lifetime, in my opinion, you're not the kind of person I want to work with. I get that. But, but, but you know, Stephanie, in life, that's actually how you do get judged. Yeah, one, I understand. I mean, that's how Trump's going to be judged. That's how Netanyahu gets judged. That's how Putin gets judged. 
that's how uh, Coca-Cola gets judged. That's how Triple M gets judged. That's how Channel 7 gets judged. And by the way, it's how I get judged. Yeah. Um, and you're, you're unfortunately, you've got to sanitize if you, want, if you don't want to be judged. Um, or if you want to be a, appeal to as broad a market as possible, and if you want to appeal to a specific market which you're saying you want to do, that's your your call. Mm. But my view on it is that be careful of the – it's the one esoteric thing that stands out amongst all the other good stuff yeah. that can bring everything undone quickly, very quickly, and people will judge you. I mean, that's what Google's all about. It's all about judgments. Yeah, of course. All social media is making judgments. And but there's a whole – I just look at it and go, there's a whole stack of other other evidence there. That's what I look at. Yeah, but no one will look at the other evidence. They'll go, oh, whoa. They won't even go past. Sometimes they won't. Yeah. If I look at something, I don't say, oh, shit, I'm not going to go and try and find the good stuff. I go, that's enough. I've seen enough. <laughs> and, and, but look, that's your call yeah. but at the end yeah. of the day. But I think it's really important, and, I'm, and I'll say this now, that you don't have anything there that can negative all the good stuff on there. Yeah. I want the good stuff. The, the all the other stuff, which is just for for ordinary people, for your average buyer, as yeah. opposed to your not so average buyer, the guy from the crocodile park. Oh well, the other lady was. Um, so Rosenland Street was the property, um, and I also had two backup contracts on the property as well. Um, they're not, they're not crocodile handers or anything like that. They just you know they're normal everyday Australian people that. Just I don't know. It was it was about getting their engagement, and it it's. I just think this is how Trump won the election. To be honest, like he just his name was everywhere. No, no, Trump won the election because he'd been around for about thirty years, um, building up a a masterful um, box of goodies about who he is. And he, but he yeah. also had a lot of negative stuff going and, on as and well. And it's going to it will bring him down. Believe me. Mm. That's where Trump's biggest Achilles heel is exactly that. Mm. Wait and see. You'll see. The very thing, that didn't get him there. Those weird things that he's done, like, you know, porn stars and all that sort of stuff, that did not get him elected. What got him elected was all the good stuff. He's a, he's a businessman and he says it as it is and he's a hard ass and he, he's very good at the art of the deal. Mm. That's what got him there, the art of the deal. What's going to cause him a problem? He's going to be uh, dog meat when it comes to the next election. The next person who runs against him mm. is going to throw every little thing up. Stormy Daniels, everything. If Stormy Daniels had to come up, in my opinion, before the election, he would have got carved up. Mm. Now it's it's still there and it's going to get thrown back at him. And that's why he's trying so hard to broker global peace. That's why yeah. he's trying. He needs to negative all that other stuff. Interesting. Yeah, not interesting. I'm pretty good at this shit. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, that's what's going to happen. And the only way out for him is he's got to broker global peace. And what he's done, he's gone and done the, the Jerusalem deal, right? And uh, it could backfire on him big time. And already 1,300 people got injured yesterday. Mm. So we'll see how Donald Trump is. Let, let's be careful about Donald Trump. You know, <laughs> it's a big call. So, okay, let's, we'll go to the break. And when we come back, I want to talk to you about Moreton Bay. Because I've got some questions about your area. Um, I've got a view on places like Moreton Bay, and I, I, and I want to check with you, see if I'm correct or not, okay? Yep.
From my experience in running businesses and talking to lots of small business owners on my podcast and the TV show, I know one thing, and that is the struggle, it's real. That's why I built mentored.com.au. You can buy, you can sell, you can feature your business, you can get access to exclusive deals and lots of great offers. There's also a huge resource of educational content, and you can tap into our network of mentors for help and advice with your business anytime. You want to learn, you want to connect, you want to grow, visit mentored.com.au today. Okay, I'm back with Stephanie Winpenny. Um, Now, Stephanie Winpenny, that's her married name. Her mum and dad are Sharon and Eric Leash, um, and, uh, and her brother is Curtis Leash. I want to talk to you about the business, the, the dynamics of the business. Um, I have to tell you, I'm quite impressed with your brother. I think he's a bit of an intelligent guy. He is, yeah? very. The intelligent, yeah, I can get that. Now, we know he's an electrician and a tradesman, a registered tradesman or a licensed tradesman, mm-hmm. and your dad, Eric's the same, mm-hmm. and they have the ability, and they do earn a bit extra money on the side to help things along. I get that. Um, but I... I do want to talk to you about an idea I had for your business, and I sort of did talk to you about this, and we did film it, but it didn't end up in the in the program. Um, I did talk to you about something that about about where buyers come from. Actually, I got the idea from um, your brother Curtis. He said to me that I think he said to me forty percent of all inquiry for property in Moreton Bay region comes from outside of Moreton Bay, and and I think he said Sydney. Forty percent, and I started thinking about it. And I, I was, I was thinking about it when I got on the plane and went home that day. I thought, uh, I wonder why. And then I thought it makes sense. People in Sydney are looking to buy property all the time, investment property. But investment market here is quite expensive, uh, like really expensive. And the best you could buy for five hundred thousand dollars is a bit of airspace, basically a unit, and probably it's a. Uh, pre-sale, it doesn't even exist at the moment, so you're just looking at fresh air, <laughs> and um, you you know, you, and when you settle on it in two years' time, it might not be worth the five hundred thousand, might be worth less or more, um, and it may not end up the way you think it's going to end up because you're looking at a you know you're looking at a sample board, etc. Um, whereas if you go to a place like Morton Bay, and there's probably other places in Australia, but if you go to a place like Morton Bay, what people from Sydney probably worked out is that you can buy a house and land. And you know it's real. It's sort of sitting there. I mean, would that be right? Five hundred grand gets you a, a good house, a reasonable house, I should say, in Morton Bay. Less than five hundred grand. Right. Okay. So you buy a house. Yeah. So oh yeah. Some three hundred fifty. Um. Yeah. You can get from three hundred fifty, four hundred thousand, get a pretty good house, good land. Yeah. And, and I, I got, and so I thought to myself when Curtis said that, I thought to myself, I wonder whether, given you've got a great name, Morton Bay Realty, I, I was wondering whether. Um, you guys could present yourselves as the as the experts in Moreton Bay because if I'm a let's say it's me for example and my, my sons the other day were thinking about buying a property and um it's just a little investment because they can't afford to buy something for themselves from Sydney it's too expensive um and and I said to them well you know you might want to think about these regional areas now Moreton Bay by the way it's on the water it's great. Weather. I mean, relatively speaking, I mean Sydney's bloody freezing at the moment. I'm, I'm sure up there's a lot warmer. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. yeah it's warmer. Um, you, generally speaking, you got a better, you got a better weather. Yeah, our better climate weather. is better. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
as I said, it's on the water. When you go to places like uh, Redcliffe, um, and what was the street there where, where we went and did the um, surveys? The Esplanade. The Esplanade. Yeah. There's cool restaurants and mm. cafes and it's the same as you get anywhere in Australia. Like it's, you know, it's, you know, it's just not toast and Vegemite. It's uh, <laughs> it's all the quinoas and all that sort of stuff that people like to eat these days and cappuccinos, et cetera. So it's sort of come of age a fair bit since I've been there. I, I was yeah. there years ago. It wasn't like that. Um um, it's what forty five minutes to Brisbane Airport. Yeah, yeah, that's important because you can get to the airport quite quickly. Because mm. Brisbane Airport is north of Brisbane, you're north of Brisbane as well. Yep. So it's quite close to the airport. I guess there's uh, good schools around there. Ah, oh, many. many, many good, good schools. schools. Yeah. Um, if I uh, probably the only thing is is the drama is the jobs, but they've there's probably not a lot of jobs in there. But people can work in Brisbane or nearby Brisbane. They've just put a whole lot of new roads in. Because I remember yeah. <laughs> driving to from Brisbane because I stayed in Brisbane in a hotel in Brisbane and the crew stayed in uh, Redcliffe or something like that. But I stayed in Brisbane and I used to have to drive to see mm. you guys every day. And my the most annoying thing for me was I was driving and it was like the traffic was bad because they were redoing the roads. Yes, but those redoing those roads, I don't know if they're finished yet. But no. <laughs> but when they're finished, they're going to be fantastic because they're like three four lanes wide. Yeah, so you can get from your region, Morton Bay, into Brisbane quite much quicker than you ever have been able to in the past. Yeah, yeah. So in terms of people looking for jobs and living in the Morton Bay region, it's going to be a lot easier in due course. Yeah, oh, and we've got now the Morton Bay Rail Link came through as well. So there's Rail Link as well. Yes, so um, that was a big thing. Um, so now we have a train line that goes all the way out to Redcliffe um, from Petrie, which is more um, inner um, Morton Bay. So, yeah, now we're fully connected. So you can catch a train into Brisbane? Yeah. And what does that take, 30 minutes? No, that's a bit longer. So if you're going from Redcliffe all the way into the centre of Brisbane, you're upwards of an hour. Okay, but that's a bit like our central coast here. So our central coast here, people commute to from the central coast to the city, Sydney, for jobs, mm. and they sit on the train, they read a book or whatever they do, and get on their yeah. iPad, they Multitask. do stuff or sleep <laughs> or whatever it is. Um, and the central coast is... Prices in the last five or six years is out of control. Mm. I mean, I can see Moreton Bay as a as an area becoming like that relative to Brisbane as a big feeder. And if Moreton Bay Realty started to sell that story that like you're the experts, I mean, I, I just would love to see Curtis load up your website, start you know um, posting uh, information, data, blogs, stories you know, examples, not not so much promoting your business or your customers or what you've sold, but just positioning yourselves as experts in the region as to why someone from out of the area, say someone like me, should buy or would consider to buy in Morton Bay. What do you think of that idea? Yeah, I think it's great. Yeah. yeah because in the names, because straight up, oh, th- I'm looking to buy Morton Bay, a search, come up, I find Morton Bay a realty. Oh, that's interesting. They're telling me why I should buy in this region, what's going on there, house price increases. And one of the things that strikes me about this, and I did talk to you about this before the podcast, is you can get a good yield. I mean, the rents up there are pretty good relative to down here. In mm. Sydney, they're like one and a half, two percent Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing. By the time you pay an agency fee to collect it and you pay some bloody repairs and or if there's an apartment, you're paying your strata fees and all that sort of stuff. There's nothing. There's no rent. And you're still going to pay interest at, you know, five or six percent up there. What sort of yields can you get on a house? Yeah, roughly six is about the average. Um, six percent yield. So yeah. So if you buy something for 
I'm going to have to work this out. But if you buy something for a um, million dollars, that's probably a bit too high. But if you buy something for a million dollars, um, you sh- you sh- could assume you're going to get 60 grand a year in rent. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, and if you're getting 6% yield, that pays your mortgage. Yeah, just about. Just about. Most, most people um, are just under being positively geared. It depends. If you've got the right agent who's helping you buy the right property um, and you know exactly what you're looking for, you can still get positively geared stuff in, right. in Moreton Bay. Well, that, that's because, you know, like you said earlier, though, you've got to take a 10-year view. I agree with you. Mm. If you're buying property, have a 10-year view. If you're lucky yeah. enough in two or three years, you can flip it and take a profit, good luck to you. That's not the basis upon which you go into any property deal. You should always go into property with a 10-year view and hopefully just building a portfolio over many years. Mm. Um, what it tells me is that you can pay your mortgage off, pretty much pay your mortgage off. So it doesn't, it's not going to cost you any money. So you're you're a, a young couple. You're in Sydney. You're trying to get into the property market, don't know where to go, buy in Morton Bay. Um, you have the deposit. The rent pays the interest on the mortgage. You don't have to worry about it. Set and forget. Yeah. Yeah, pretty well, that much. makes sense. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. It's a totally no-brainer. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it is 100%. And then all of a sudden, you've got people, Brisbane expanding. The thing I don't like about Brisbane as a city is there's no water. We have a river. I know, you have a river. The thing I love about Moreton Bay is there's the Moreton Bay. There's there's water. Uh, As in ocean. Ocean, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And and, and I presume that people – do people go boating down there? Yeah. Huge. Um, yep. Kite surfing is massive at Redcliffe. Sailing is very big as well. Um, it's not a surfing community. We don't have like a surf beach or anything, but people do swim in um, in and around Redcliffe. Um, yeah. So there, like if you've Fishing, got little kids, yeah. you want to take them down the beach, you can take them down to the Redcliffe Surf Club. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this, there's, that's a not a surfing beach, but it's a beach. Yeah, it's, it can get pretty choppy if the, if the wind's blowing the right way, but it's not like – a real surf beach. It's not like Noosa. Yeah, but not that many people go like, you know, I reckon people go to the beach, you know, 10% of them probably go for a surf and the rest of them just, just go to the beach, go yeah. and have a swim, yeah. have a sit on the beach and take the kids and wear them out and, you know, I mean, have, just have a day out somewhere. And I think that's an important thing because if you're looking to put tenants into a property, you apart from schools and transport and, you know, closeness to airport and close jobs, Families want somewhere for the kids to do things. Yeah, outdoor things. And there's plenty in plenty. our region. That, and and that I think that would be a great. Uh, I think there's a brilliant opportunity for your family. And Curtis, being such a sort of clever, nerdy sort of guy, like he's on the computers and he's able. To, I mean, I, he he strikes <laughs> me as a really bright young guy. Yeah, I mean, really bright. Doesn't say a lot, but yeah, really good at more reserved. <laughs> more reserved, but really good at executing. Sort of information, technical and stuff, totally. And Morton Bay, he could come into his own. Morton Bay Realty could become a real destination for buyers of real estate who come from outside of Morton Bay. Mm. And what I was thinking about that, then I thought, well, if you become the destination, in other words, you can show people that look, we've had I don't know, a thousand hits onto our website, and people are looking at information about Morton Bay, they're looking at rental yields or whatever they're looking at, which no doubt. You know, uh, Curtis can track that stuff because you can do the analytics. Then when you go to see a vendor to get a listing, which is your bread and butter, which is your bread and butter, Mm. Stephanie's bread and butter, Sharon's bread and butter, you can say, well, one of the reasons why you might want to list with us is because we have all these buyers. Yeah. Because if I'm a vendor, I want to sell through the the, the agent who's got the most buyers. Yeah. 
And that's by vendors, uh, sorry, agents rarely sell that to you. Agents, they'll say, I oh, know we sold this property for, you know, 16% over the, over the, the reserve and we sold this one down the road and we saw one, we sold the one next door to you, madam, for this price. And, but rarely do they say, and by the way, we've got the biggest database of, of inquiry. And yeah. I think that's a really powerful thing to have when you're talking to a vendor. What do you think of that? It is, but sometimes, obviously because we're a small boutique independent agency, we don't have a massive database right now. So we come up against bigger agencies saying that their database is so fantastic and la-di-da, and often it's not really the it's case. It's just a database. <laughs> it's a database. So a database is only as good as you maintain it and and keep it going. So in terms of having a buyer ready on somebody's property to go, correct. That that is the key part. It's not about how big your database is. It's the quality of your database and how current and up-to-date that database is and how you know, well, you're maintaining it and looking after the people that are there. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't like the – we have a big database um, line. No, no, I'm saying not, not saying like – right. But, like, yeah, not, no, if we have the genuine buyer inquiry yeah, yeah, totally. and the majority of the market share of buyer inquiry, yes, that would be a massive advantage and, and, and vendors would love that. It. He's great at it. Yeah. And, uh, and like – and you've got the name. like So it's, it sort of immediately searches so, and, and what you stand for. Because I'm trying to work out – what can you, what what do people think who don't know you, who are in Sydney or Victoria or wherever, who don't know anything about Morton Bay but just inquiring, what do you stand for? And one of the things I was thinking you guys would stand for is expertise, expertise in the area. When it comes to your, when you're dealing with your local people, mm. you could stand for we're a family, we're a local family, which is, you know, you're a family. That love the area. That love the area, that yeah. know the area and love the area and live in the area. Mm. But when you're, but. To me, it doesn't mean anything if I'm an outsider. What I'm interested in as an outsider, especially if I'm still looking as just one investment, I might buy one here and one in Melbourne, whatever. Mm. I'm looking for someone who's an expert that's going to take control of everything take, and I can trust them 100%. Mm. I know they know the area better than anybody. I don't care whether they're local or not. So I would probably – I would look at the big franchises, mm. but I would definitely look, overlook the big franchises if there was someone there who was a standout expert who right. then provided information, like like real live information about what's going on in the area. And like someone who just listed the 10 things you need to know about buying real estate in Morton Bay, transport, airport, blah, 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 whatever those 10 things are, you know, yeah. yields, capital growth over the last 20 years, waterfront, you yeah. know, amenities. What's I mean, in it for me? What's, totally. <laughs> but that's all anyone's interested in at the end of the day, if yeah. I'm an investor. Because yeah. I've got choice, I can sort of say – Morton Bay, I can say Ballin, or I can say Byron Bay. I can go down to um, Geelong, uh, you know, like because you know, I don't. I'm not going to live there. I'm only interested in buying there, putting a tenant in there, mm. and then uh, the next year you go into another one, and you're building a portfolio of stuff all around the place. And I think that, um, like, just little things like what's the land tax in um, Queensland? How does it work? I mean, mm. p- people in, you know, people in New South Wales, they haven't got a clue. Mm. Um, and and I, even understanding the contract process is very different. It's different again, correct? Hugely. It's shorter, isn't it? Um, it's a shorter just period. We're the six whole weeks in New South Wales. Process of it when you engage a solicitor, when you don't engage a solicitor, when you make an offer, is that binding? Um, there's just very different things that happen between Queensland and, and New South Wales, particularly. So but, I think it's a great yeah. opportunity for you guys. I mean, I, I, I and I, I'm looking. For, you know, I'm really looking forward to looking at your business again in a year's time. Um, because I, I mean, you've got, you're driven, you're energetic, 
you're open to learning and changing. Um, Sharon, your mum is she's experienced. Um, Curtis is he's clever. Hmm. He's undersold, way undersold. I reckon he he's, needs to jump into sales. I think no, but he's undersold as a person. <laughs> I think he's 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 very clever. I think he's yeah. He's not outgoing like you. He he likes to be that person though. Behind the scenes guy. Yeah. The technical guy. Yeah. Well, well then he's good at it. And the, and it, all our lives too. I've always been on stage dancing and singing and carrying on. He's always done the audio. Yeah. Like he's the audio sound tech. So he just likes that. He really likes making other people look amazing. Yeah. That's just what he's really good at. So yeah, he's quite happy to sit in his little dark booth. Of silence in his own little cocoon and just do his technical thing. That that's his happy place. Well, if he can, if he can, be, if he can become the expert and you become the face of the expertise, um, I think that would be very powerful for Morton Bay Realty. Like really powerful. Um, Stephanie, I have really enjoyed my interaction with you and your family, and I appreciate you guys putting your hand up to be in a new TV show format. That takes a lot of courage to do that. Um, I guess because, you know, you don't know how it's going to roll out. I mean, you don't know whether reputationally you're going to get um, absolutely slayed. You know, you might have thought I was going to do a, a Gordon Ramsay on you or something like that, um, which... That what do you mean, never... might have done? <laughs> no, no. It, well, he, yeah, but he doesn't leave you in a good place. I mean, he just destroys people. Yeah, no. um, <laughs> I, I was never intending to do that. Um, and I've said it a few times. I've written about it a few times. Sometimes I get frustrated um, and I've got to give myself a slap and apologize for, for um, getting frustrated. But equally, unless I get frustrated, usually that that doesn't bring the best out of me. I have to be frustrated to bring the best out of me. Yeah. And I have been thinking about your business and I think it's, I think your family has what it takes to do a really good job for not only your family but for your vendors and for your purchases. Mm. And um, the fact that you continue working with Matt Lancashire is only going to make you better and better and better. And I love your ambition. So I wish Morton Bay Realty all the best. And I say to anyone who's listening to this, if you are looking to buy real estate in that region or sell, contact Stephanie Wimpenny. Stephanie, thanks very much. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.